0: Welcome! Welcome. In 1955, the Rand Corporation published a book called A Million Random Digits with 100,000 Normal Deviates. The book title was dead on accurate. Today, here, you're going to drink in an incisive review of those digits and that book. The reviewer is psychologist Robin Abrams, who is also my wife. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. This is all about research that makes people laugh, then think. If you like what you hear today, consider supporting us at our website, Improbable.com. Now, clear your sinuses to make room in your head for a million random digits.
1: (laughs) The book is called A Million Random Digits with 100,000 Normal Deviates. It's written by and for people who love numbers. Here's a sample 21815, 39250, 75237, 62047, 15501. There is text in the book, but it's not plentiful. Just a few pages at the beginning that you can skim through or skip past. The main section of the book consists entirely of digits, arranged 50 to a line. Each line also has an identifying line number, which some readers will count as an unexpected bonus. The book has a second, smaller section filled with deviates, statistical deviates. These will appeal more to some readers than to others. The main section begins in a way that will satisfy tradition-minded critics. The first digit is one. The modern reader will be tempted to call this stodgy and old-fashioned. But determination and persistence will pay off for anyone who manages to keep reading, because the next digit is zero. That sudden, heart-stopping zero is immediately succeeded by a second zero. And it's at this point that things take off with a wrenching twist. Nine, the authors write next, and without any hesitation at all, they then plunge into a thrilling passage that evokes an entire universe of digits. Seven, three, two, five, three, three, seven, six, five, two, zero, one, three, five, eight, six. At this point, things are moving with so much momentum that nothing short of slamming the book shut could stop this epic expectation confounding march. Much joy is to be had in the reading, with perhaps now and then a pause for contemplation and a brisk cup of water. It would be unconscionable to reveal much detail, but I cannot resist mentioning a few highlights. In line 2080, there suddenly appears, with no warning at all, the passage 44444. This shocking thunderbolt serves a double duty, advancing the plot and also foreshadowing a most wonderful reappearance much later in the book. I ought say no more than that the reader will feel drained by the time he or she encounters that four, 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 four again. The comic interludes, a sly mention of one, two, three, four, five, comes especially to mind, make for good, rabble-rousing yucks. This book is a memorable read. It defies anticipation. The reader's sense of what comes next is almost constantly being upset. But anyone who manages to keep on reading will be well and truly rewarded when, at long last, the authors reveal the identity of the millionth digit.
0: You've been listening, if you've been listening, to a genuine episode of the Improbable Research podcast. You can see video of this book review with glimpses of the actual book if you go to our website and poke around a little. I invite you to subscribe to the magazine, the Annals of Improbable Research, six new issues a year. Get yourself some back issues too. Also get lots of details about the Ig Nobel Prizes, upcoming events, what's in the magazine, and about how you can help and be part of it via our Patreon. All this at our website, improbable.com. Bruce Petschek engineered the original version of this book review recording some years ago. And it's possible that Seth Glixman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. We will. Until then. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs)